This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination head to exploreworldwide.com hello and thanks for joining me it's monday the 14th of june and here's the latest on travel and destinations from the green list and the travel desk of the independent here in london it's four weeks since the green list was created what has changed since then cancelled flights lots of them around be sure of your rights and faster trains are promised from edinburgh and newcastle to london but not for a year of course this podcast is completely free as is my weekly travel email you can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters First of all, four weeks ago today, I was sitting drinking a coffee on a lovely beachfront in Portugal. That was because the 19-week ban on international leisure travel expired that morning and I flew over on the first flight from anywhere in the London area to Portugal, in fact to Faro on the Algarve coast as early as I could. Since then, well travel has become more restrictive, not less. At the first review of the traffic light system, we were expecting more countries to be put on the green list, which means you don't need to quarantine when you come back. But instead, it went into reverse. Portugal is now amber, which means 10 days of self-isolation when you return, although if you live in England, you can halve that by paying extra for a day five test. You need, before you're even allowed to board a flight from anywhere to the UK to have a negative COVID test. And then on arrival from an amber country, you will have to have two tests on day two and day eight. They both have to be PCR tests. Even from a green list country, you have to have one within two days of arrival. It seems that with the imminent expected announcement that Freedom Day, the 21st of June, will not be uh, Freedom Day after all, and it's going to be delayed by up to four weeks. I'm afraid that that really puts paid to any chance that we are going to see much of a change on the 24th of June. That's the next day when we are expecting uh, an announcement. Grant Shapps, last time round, says the public has always known travel will be different this year. We must continue to take a cautious approach to reopening international travel in a way that protects public health and the vaccine rollout. Now, it is, I think, demonstrably true that you and I and millions of other people would be safer if we were in a low infection country like Portugal rather than a high infection country like the UK um, and furthermore enjoying an outdoor lifestyle but that has never been something that the government has considered neither has it given much attention to the state of the travel industry which is dire and becoming worse which takes me on to my second story which is all about 
EasyJet cancelling flights. Because there is no imminent prospect of any flights being opened anytime soon to anywhere meaningful, at the moment it's really just Gibraltar and Iceland, airlines, including EasyJet, are cancelling many, many flights. You can't really blame them. They are faced with low sales, low demand, and the possibility, of course, that restrictions could get even tighter. So EasyJet, for instance, has been sending out cancellations. But a reminder that when your flight is cancelled, the optimum entitlement for you might well be a replacement flight. Certainly loads of people have been getting in touch saying, help, I had to move my flight by three days. Well, you didn't. The airline had to buy you a flight on a different airline. Under air passenger rights rules, which it's EU legislation, but it's been replicated by the UK after Brexit, they must allow you to travel where you wanted to go at the earliest opportunity or at a later date at the passenger's convenience. There we are. And that is absolutely inalienable. The Civil Aviation Authority told me that passengers who've seen their flights cancelled should be offered the choice of reimbursement for cancelled flights, alternative arrangements under comparable conditions at the earliest opportunity, or a new flight at a later date at the passenger's convenience. So, that is pretty clear. They also say that they expect airlines to proactively provide passengers with information about their rights when flights are cancelled. Certainly the email I got from EasyJet did not do that. Of course, I have asked EasyJet to respond to this. And I dare say um, EasyJet might be thinking, well, hang on, we are in the middle of a terrible pandemic. How can you possibly be telling people um, to cost us even more money. All I'm trying to do is to remind everybody what the law is. It doesn't mean I agree with the law. I'm just saying what the law is. So uh, I look forward to their response in due course. Meanwhile, it's unlikely but not impossible that we will be um, unable to travel by train. But um, there, there are some signs of things improving. Uh, you, if you are paying taxes in the UK, have spent a vast amount of cash on improving the East Coast Main Line, which is the main link between London, Yorkshire, North East England and Scotland. And there are ambitious plans from the main train operator, LNER, uh, for trains to be faster and more frequent. And passengers from Edinburgh, Newcastle and York will have definitely quicker journeys and they will have more trains to choose from. This is a comprehensive rewrite of the timetable and there are definitely going to be improvements to those particular places but not everywhere. There's no significant improvement to Leeds and indeed the number of seats available actually falls very slightly. Sunderland is removed from the LNER network although the train company will say, well, we've got such great links from Newcastle these days that if you're in Sunderland, you can very easily go through to Newcastle and travel from there. And plans to open up uh, various other places, including Grimsby and Cleethorpes, are slightly in abeyance. There will, though, from December this year, be a daily link from Middlesbrough to London King's Cross and those hopefully will become more frequent 
soon. Um, just to give you an idea of the speed uh, between London and York, trains will be averaging more than 100 miles an hour, which is pretty impressive. On the train from first train from Edinburgh to London, it's going to average for a journey of nearly 400 miles, 94 miles an hour. And perhaps this improvement is due to the fact that from some indeterminate time, there's going to be competition from an organisation called East Coast Trains. This is an open access company, a subsidiary, actually, of First Group. Open access very simply means um, you are competing against another operator and you are doing it from a position of not being subsidised. Now, the East Coast mainline has always been very cash positive. It actually helps subsidise the rest of the network. And East Coast Trains says it plans a one-class service with average fares less than £25. But the launch, which was originally planned for May uh, this year, has been delayed by the coronavirus pandemic. Of course, let's hope that it will be with us soon competition has done amazing things for the airlines i think it could do great things for the link between london and edinburgh and encourage more people to travel by train rather than by plane thank you so much for listening it was uh, my pleasure and privilege to talk to you do not forget to subscribe and review if you can and to sign up for my new weekly travel email Simon Gorgas Travel Week also free at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters and you can also find what's going on in the world at independent.co.uk 24 hours a day goodbye stay safe and I look forward to talking to you tomorrow 